Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's DA. Oh, I hate to tell you, here's Bogus. Halfway through a Thursday edition of the DA Show here on CBS Sports Radio, the free Odyssey app, Sirius XM 158. A wave to the camera. There are one, two, three, four, five, six in front of me. I think I know which one is actually on me, but either way, hello and good morning. Thanks for watching at watchda.com, on YouTube, on Twitch. I've been told that the Twitch crowd is already fighting the good fight on our behalf with a representative of one of the people who is trying to cause harm to this show from just arm's length away, which we will, I promise, discuss sometime this morning. Unforgivable, some might even say. That voice was Pete the Body Bilotti on the wheels of steel, as always. To his right, young producer extraordinaire, apprentice, future wheels of steeler, Ryan Botcher 4. Peter Schwartz has your updates, and he'll have stunned to a news this hour. We'll do our toast for Thursday, Thursday this hour as well. Keep them coming at CBS Sports Radio, at Andrew Bogish, or at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Still to come on the show in our next hour, back-to-back guest to kick off the fourth hour, Brett McMurphy of the Action Network will walk us through whatever's going on latest in college football realignment and expansion and whatnot. And Lisa Carlin of CBS Sports is on the show as well for a long-awaited soccer conversation with the U.S. women's team being done. But the tourney down under continues, of course, without them. And the question's now the future of the women's program, the head coach, the technical staff, the grassroots stuff, the whole program from top to bottom. Since the rest of the world seems to be catching up with Team USA, how do they take the next steps to reclaim the World Cup, which they had won the previous two of? So again, Lisa Carlin, Brett McMurphy in our final hour. An epic fail. We've got a poll question, by the way, at CBS Sports Radio as well. Um, coming off of Miles Jack, NFL player, now on the Eagles, saying that he had considered learning to be an electrician or a plumber this summer because he didn't have an NFL job yet, and he couldn't just sit at home and do nothing, which I would sign up for immediately, if possible, if I had tens of millions of dollars, which, fingers crossed, Miles Jack has in the bank so far from his NFL career. Our poll question is, if you didn't need the paycheck anymore, would you keep working? And the answers are yes, no, and hell no, or definitely not? Definitely. Definitely not. So there's your three choices 
at CBS Sports Radio. The results, advanced analytics, epic fail, all that good stuff. As always, close out this Thursday edition of the show. And again, it's a Thursday Thursday. Another person, Big Lair. Hello, kind sir. I'd like to toast Pete the body. A few years ago, he was against baby halftime shows. Now he will be all right with one working full time. Good for you, Pete. Hashtag Booskies. Hashtag Booskies. So you'd be okay with your kid being a full-time talk show host, but you thought that we were violating child labor laws yeah. by making them run so, at halftime. Yeah, babies crawling all over the floor and, right. and laughing at them. That's that's a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the second mention for you of halftime shows as well because Kevin Tim Gidry, I want to go ahead and toast hard hat guy, me, Andrew Bogish, for getting us through all the <laughs> DA less days and keeping us entertained better than a halftime baby race. Booskies. Booskies. Hashtag cough montage. Hashtag zap zap. Hashtag toast them. Sweet Iron Eagle. Uh, so keep those toasts coming. Again, at Andrew Bogish, at CBS Sports Radio, or, or call them and introduce yourself to Ryan at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Uh, it wouldn't be a day if we didn't have new wrinkles, new updates, new rumors to college realignments. Uh, we still are looking for a home for Stanford and Cal. SMU apparently is still kind of selling itself all across the country We come with no baggage. We don't need any money. Just give us a nice new home and an uptick in competition. And you can pay us when we, you know, five, six, seven years from now, no big deal. Now, the ACC has had multiple meetings. There was another one last night. They they did not reach any decision on expansion. There was no vote taken on any of the possibilities. But the ACC is exploring the idea of some combination of Stanford, Cal, and SMU. As we discussed yesterday, the roadblocks are legitimate. There are far more cons than pros to adding those schools to the ACC. They do not bring with them any financial windfall. They apparently have the ACC commissioners, presidents. They have figured out a way to bring those schools in without losing money for themselves. There, I, I can't remember now off the top of my head the fancy kind of labor legal term but the ACC would get more money from its TV deals bringing in new Power 5 schools, and they'd spread it around a little bit. They would know they have a way to redistribute money as well to cover the expanded travel costs, and that is the hurdle, is that it's not, again, just football or basketball, that everybody, every sport would be playing most of the time in the Eastern Seaboard and then sometimes going to Stanford and Cal and maybe Dallas as well to get to SMU, and those are real hurdles. So this is far from done. It is, I don't know if it's likely or possible or on life support, but it's on the table that the ACC will go after at least Stanford and Cal, if not SMU as well. And at one point, the ACC apparently was considering taking like seven Pac-12 schools before the full breakdown last week. They had considered basically creating an ACC West which feels a lot like the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, which is another thing people think, why couldn't we just done it that way, keep them connected, but also separately. Anyway, I digress. Where I want to go now is, as the ACC flirts with those schools, Notre Dame has entered the chat. And this comes from Brett McMurphy and the Action Network. And again, Brett will join us a little less than an hour from now to really kind of walk us through this more completely. But Notre Dame 
with all the power that Notre Dame wields, is apparently telling the ACC that they should definitely bring in Stanford and Cal. Now, Notre Dame and Stanford are longstanding rivals. I'm sure that makes Boyle angry if he was here today. Um, The tradition, the history, there's something between Notre Dame and Stanford. So I think particularly Notre Dame wouldn't mind Stanford as a regular opponent because Notre Dame does everything inside the ACC except for football. Now, with all of these moving parts, all of this expansion and realignment and reconfiguring and whatnot, apparently Notre Dame still is sticking to its independence. And there's really no reason to think otherwise because they've already traded that independence to keep it. Don't forget, in the new CFP, they're not guaranteed a spot. Power five winners are guaranteed a spot in that 12-team field when we get to next year. Notre Dame's only ever going to get in as an at-large, and they're probably going to get in as an at-large if they need to, which I think is where they're coming from. But they could have joined the ACC for football and then guaranteed them a spot in that bracket based on winning the ACC, and they'd have a good chance every year to win the ACC. But they said, nah, we still like being independent, and they're okay with the fairly wide-open door to get in as an at-large. So they're holding to this. They just re-signed with Under Armour. I think they get 10 mil a year from Under Armour. The NBC slash Peacock deal still gives them plenty of money, so they don't need to go anywhere. They can still just sit there and flex their muscle, even though they're not willing to trade anything in terms of football independence to get those things done. So they are telling the ACC, you guys should definitely consider Stanford and Cal. They're cute. They like you. Let's do this without doing anything to help the ACC significantly, which would be joining the party as a full-time member. That's not going to happen. But at least we've got Notre Dame here trying to do something to move the needle. And again, come to the rescue of Stanford and Cal. It just It's all been words about how, how bad everybody feels about them, wish it could be different, but it's not, and that's the problem. And man, I, I just... I. The solution, I hope, is not Stanford and Cal signing up for the ACC and condemning all of their minor, mid-level sports to crazy travel plans. Because they're the ones that lose. The current ACC members, they would all make solitary trips across the country. You'd go play Stanford and Cal in one trip in baseball, soccer, whatever, and then you'd go back home and you would just go up and down the eastern seaboard. It is Stanford and Cal... That would have to go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, not on chartered planes, not being in school while they're doing all of this. And that's where the real toll, as we've been discussing, all comes through all of this. It's just, it's not ideal for everybody, for anybody. It would be, what would be ideal is what Chip Kelly keeps talking about and others keep mentioning. And it's one of the things I'm going to ask Brett McMurphy is that do we ever get to a place where it makes sense again for everybody. There is some apparent idea within all the power brokers and whatnot that after eight, nine, ten years of crazy travel across time zones, that schools will realize that it's not sustainable and they'll slowly drift back into more geographical conferences. So like a decade from now, we could be reviving something like the Pac-12 But all that is just speculation, just like Chip Kelly's idea of let's just have football be its own thing. We can break it up like NFL divisions, and we can play and affect nobody else 
in these ways. They'll still get money. The school will get their payout. They'll put it back into the overall bank account, and they'll spread it around to all the other teams. But at least those teams can stay where they belong, so to speak. They can stay in the southeast, the northwest, whatever, and play the schools they are traditionally playing. Now, we started the show this morning with Northwestern and a really bad defense by David Braun um, playing this free speech card completely incorrectly about the T-shirts, Cats Against the World, that staff members wore to practice yesterday, asking for sympathy, creating a rallying cry, um, which for everything we know right now is their own self-doing, was running a loose ship with no guardrails or ignored issues leading to the hazing scandal and Pat Fitzgerald being out. That's that's on them. So they don't they get almost nothing in terms of sympathy, what understanding from the outside. But David Braun's free speech comment was not the only dumb thing said yesterday by a college coach. Uh, Troy Taylor is the new head coach at Stanford, and he was talking about the idea of the ACC or the idea of being in a conference that is nowhere near the Pacific time zone and all of the travel involved for all of the athletes if this becomes reality. And here's how Troy Taylor defended the possibility of all that extra uh, travel. People used to have to come across the country in a covered wagon. It would take them months, and they'd be completely different people by the time they got there. We got on a plane for five hours, six hours, not the end of the world. You get drinks served to you, some snacks. It's not that bad. All right. He doesn't know the price of tickets. So he's correct in the very general terms of we do travel better this now here in 2023. We have made leaps and bounds. We've put the wagons away. We have settled the entire country. We do have trains and planes. It is quicker. There's no dysentery, as far as we know, involved. We're not being left behind. You're not going through unsettled territory with angry Native Americans coming after you for stealing their land. All those, all those hurdles, obstacles are now out of your way. But this is a dude, again, when he makes those five-hour trips where he's going to be on a chartered plane. And I, I did one chartered flight recently with Fordham football. And it's Fordham football. Now, I think Nebraska was paying because they were, they were going to Nebraska for a one of those season-opening tune-up half-exhibition ex- games, and you basically they pay for you to come and get a beating. So it was a regular plane that just didn't have a Delta logo on it, and you go through security a little quicker, and it's just you on the plane, and you land, and you get the buses waiting for you right there. It's nice. It's not the high-end stuff that I'm sure the bigger schools are even doing. But it's nice. It's not regular travel, but it is still four, five, six hours in the air, depending on where you're going. But we're not talking about football, Troy. We're talking about the other sports who are not going to be on the fancy charter planes that are going to have to go through the airport and be there two hours early and be screwed over by weather delays or equipment trouble or layovers. And they're not going to be in school. They're going to miss class. And they're student athletes, except when it matters, when they need to be athletes somewhere, their student part gets pushed aside. So uh, you can save me your covered wagon references because it doesn't really go anywhere close to okaying the idea of putting all these players from the Olympic sports on planes to crisscross the country just so football can get every last single dollar out of the TV business. All right, time for good stuff. It's time for things that make us happy. Time for things that make us proud. 
It's Thursday, Thursday. Your toast, your booskies keep coming in. We will do ours after this on CBS Sports Radio. We're toasting to the good life. I feel alive. Ah, ah, ah. We are feeling good and doing well. How many beers ago? Uh, probably a thousand. It's the DA Show's Thirsty Thursday. Celebrating with some booskies. All right, here we go. Fridge door open, cooler open. Get out the booski, raise your glass. It's time to toast the things that are making us happy, making us proud here on this Thursday. On the DA Show, Bogish, Bilotti, Botcher, Schwartz, we're all here with you. Keep your booskies coming at CBS Sports Radio, at Andrew Bogish, or at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Just like on Trash Tuesday, Peter Schwartz leads us off. Schwartzy, who are you toasting? It doesn't matter who we are. What matters is our plan. Okay, that's odd, but we'll toast him. Booskies. toast him. Booskies. Uh, Ryan Botcher, who's getting a lot of toasts and booskies on Twitter for his work so far this week. Who are you toasting today? The little girl that tried to sell me lemonade after okay. I left the subway. I respect the grind. I did not buy it, but I respect the effort of trying to sell lemonade on the street. This was in Queens? and where? Forest Hills. In Forest Hills. Okay, she's a lemonade stand. By herself. Like 10 years old. No well, parents. that's a problem. I, I, I'm not going to question it. She had a cup. I said, no, thank you. And then she didn't chase me down, so it's okay. So you appreciated her asking, but not enough to give her 50 cents. She didn't say the price. Okay. She, she creepily walked up to me and said, would you like a cup of lemonade? I said, no, thank you. It sounds like you were right to walk away. Maybe you should have run away. There, she creepily walked up to you, no parent, and she's pushing no lemonade parents. on you? And it's like a white table, and like it was like one pitcher of things and two cups. Yeah, no, you made the good choice. I, at first, I thought you were, you should have given her something. You were right to leave immediately. But I respect it, though. I think you should be afraid of it. What? Oh, you're looking at me? Yes, I'm looking at you. There's something off about this. How? Not, not enough cups, no, parent, no parental supervision. Yeah, it's a kid. Yeah. She on, should on have a, a parent watching her. Um, 12 o'clock on a Wednesday? Yeah. I mean, it's summertime. It's no summer. school. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Mom sends her out. Get out of the house. Mom needs her alone time. Take your lemonade pitcher and two cups. See what happens. All right, here comes the mailman. Hey, Pete, who are you uh, Who are you toasting? Booskies. Uh, I am toasting the deli right around the corner from this studio. Okay. Uh, they are new, and, and they make great food. <laughs> they make great lunch. I have a good chick, a grilled chicken sandwich usually every so often okay. around the corner. Uh, very friendly people, no rats, and we love it. I am toasting them. Booski! Hashtag toast them. Have you figured out how to scam them yet, like the previous deli, and you sneaking your food off of the oh, scale? Re- relax about scam. I put it on the scale, and they have to figure it all out after that. Okay. That's on, I, I, not like I put You're a right. quarter underneath it. It's on them. Yeah, it is on them. It's their business. Now, the name of this new place is not brief. It's like Hudson Square Healthy Food Court Deluxe. With the phone number, I think, in the title. There's a, there's a lot going on. It's not just called Ted's Deli. Right. <laughs> so, like, just figuring what the name is is toast to itself. But you're right in that it's a great place. We needed it. We didn't have, we kind of, the, and, and the one that we had been going to that is a little dirty, is a little expensive. It also is a hotbed for charging the batteries for e-bikes 
which are now, I mean, they're basically on fire to begin with, right? Really? I mean, how many stories here in New York are about buildings and apartments oh, having yeah, fires? That's right, that's right. If you walk in the back of that place, it actually looks like the boxes the Ghostbusters use to trap the <laughs> trap the ghost. A proton pack. They're just sitting there on the floor, and there's like 80 of them plugged into one power strip. There's a lot so, of boxes that have got even more dirty, too. I mean, they're tripling down on the fire hazard. The rats gnawing on the wires. They're just living in there. So you're right. We need, we could not go in there anymore. We needed a new just straight deli, and thankfully we got it from the Hudson Square Healthy Food Court Deluxe Embassy five, Suites. Five, 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 five. Brought to you by Marriott. <laughs> All right. So a very quick booski, although she wouldn't drink it, to my mom, Mama Bogish, who's an avid listener to the show up until I think nine o'clock when she goes into her her, her office. Uh, it's her birthday today. Booski. So happy birthday to my mom. Gonna see her this weekend and all next week on the Jersey Shore. Can't wait for that. She's not getting a present today because we're gonna see her on Saturday. So that's when the actual birthday celebration begins. Okay. But my official toast today is to Declan Cronin of the Chicago White Sox. Now, the White Sox, deservedly so, have been the butt of many jokes this week. I hope that Declan has not fallen prey to their crappy chemistry at the moment, but Declan recently made his big league debut. He has now made three appearances for the Chicago White Sox, and I'm toasting him because he went to my high school long after I did, and he is the first professional base big leaguer from my high school the history of my school now as i i mentioned my high school name regis on the on the pgp yesterday um most of you that will mean nothing to you it is a small all boys school here in manhattan you need to take a test to get in it has produced many fancy people not me included but usually it's non-athletes or it's people who work around athletes. John Shomby, voice of the Cubs, went to my high school. Steve Hurt, who was the head of the Elias Sports Bureau for forever. If you follow sports, watch Monday Night Football, you know that name. Maybe you know his face. He went to my high school. I think Gene Orza, who was a big shot at the MLB Union at one point, went to my high school. I couldn't, couldn't confirm that. We don't create athletes. We create people who cover athletes because we're normally nerdy dudes that look like me but now we've got a big leaguer love it for regis baseball for which i played three seasons so booskies to the program and booskies to Declan booskies. all right last but not least peter schwartz who are you toasting this week i'm going to toast the fine people of cleveland independence in canton ohio for being gracious wonderful hosts last week when my family and i were in the area for the Hall of Fame festivities. It's just a wonderful place to go to visit. Nice people. You know, great places to go to see other than the football stuff, too. So I don't want to toast the great people in Ohio. Hashtag toast I don't think we asked you this on Tuesday. On Friday's show last week, we noticed through social media that you and the family were in Canton. Yep. And we were wondering if you were going to be capable of talking your way into the Joe Klecko official Hall of Fame party, was there a party and did you get into it? There was a party. I was not invited, did not attempt to get into it. Okay. Okay. I think we're proud of you for that. Yeah. It was, that would have been Saturday night. Right. After so these. After the inductions. Yeah. We, um, we hung around the village a little bit 
it took part in some of the the, uh, the fan activities, mm-hmm. and then we we were staying in Independence, Ohio, which was about 45, 50 minutes away from Canton. Oh, wow. Right near Cleveland. Okay. Um, yeah, getting a hotel room for the whole thing weekend is not easy. Right. Um, and then we went out to dinner and crashed and woke up the next morning, went to the went to the hall, and then came, and then home. came home. Okay. All right. We thought you might have pulled your Schwartz magic and got yourself into a fancy no, party. No, didn't even try. Okay. All right. Still respect the hustle. And it looked had, like a great weekend. Had we gone... When Kevin Mawai went into the Hall of Fame a few years ago. You would have been in? I, I would, probably would have been invited without asking. Gotcha. Okay. If we can talk Tiki and get into the Hall of Fame. I would go to that. Could we get ourselves into the party? Uh, I'm sure. But it might be a select group. It's not everybody, but I've known Tiki for a long time. If we were like, hey, Tiki, we're going, I think he'd say you got to come to the party. Yeah, known him for 10 years. Right. He would have gotten us into Rondé's party. He would have. Because he's a nice person. I think yeah. so. You know what he doesn't do, Pete? He doesn't steal bits. That's right. He knows the rules. He's respectful of other shows. His colleagues, not so much. I can confirm to you now, Booskies to this, we are prepared as a news organization to cover this story now correctly. We will do that in our next segment. Booskies! Thirsty Thursday continues. Steven Saverna Park. Good morning, AB. I'm toasting summertime and the little we have left. Even though Moist Pork disagrees, there's nothing better than trying to spend all my free time in flip-flops. Booskies! Hashtag Thirsty Thursday. Hashtag toast Sparks Gang underscore 330. What's up, fellas? I'm toasting to having our first football scrimmage today. Our boys are ready, and I feel bad for that team across the ball. Hashtag that's what's in. Hashtag Raiders versus everybody. Hashtag Thursday Thursday. Booskies. Hashtag toast em. Jeremy from Comics Crossing. Since I trashed Pete this week, it's only fair I toast him now for his Cagney-esque Jody Mac 30s-style gangster voice. It cracks me up. Hashtag top of the world. Hashtag Booskies. Booskies. Oh, thank you. That's true. I That is one of my favorite recurring bits, characters that Pete does that will never not make me laugh. And I can't wait to hear them do it next Tuesday on The Fan. <laughs> the what? <laughs> the Big Apple, right? That too. Yeah. Uh, good morning, Mothership. Uh, today I raise a glass to my good man, Andrew Bogus. Got his hands on the 10-2, steadily steering the Mothership for all us, the aliens. Great job this week to the whole crew. Thank you, guys. Uh, that's from Kyle, by the way, our good friend Kyle. Uh, thank you for all the, the tweets to me, to about the entire crew. We are certainly having fun, uh, and we appreciate the chance to get you guys through this week until DA is back in the chair next Monday through Thursday, because... There's a Friday next week, and it's a summer Friday. Yay. Who's going to be here next Friday? Because I'm on vacation, and there's no DA. Who's who's hosting that day? I Schwartz raising his... No, I'm, I'm anchoring. Okay. I'm in chair. I don't, know who's, I don't know who's hosting yet. I have to check. For a guy that makes the schedules, there are often times where you don't know what's on the there's schedule. There's certain schedules I don't make. That's one of them? That is one of them. Could that be a Boyle-led expedition next Friday? That... I, that could be. That would be the spot to do it. Right? Maybe. And now, if Schwartz is here, that means Caserta's not. So it's not a Boyle-Caserta doubleheader. 
but it could just be no, Boyle could, in charge. It could be a Caserta Len. Oh, it could be that. You're right. It could be Caserta first. Right. Shame on me for not thinking about that. I, I would say it's either Caserta or Pat Boyle. And why would you know you're not the scheduling guy? I don't scare that part. <laughs> Rob in the 321, never hear from him. Uh, toasting to this beautiful girl and a picture of him and his daughter on the first day of fifth grade. Braces off. It's going to be a great school year. Hashtag Mooskies. Mooskies. I got to be honest, man. I'm a New Yorker my entire life. I, I cannot accept still on year 43 of my existence. School starting now. Crazy. I just, I don't get it. It's a I, September thing for me. I guess it's cool that you're done in May and we go here in, in this area into June, sometimes basically all the way through June. But I, I don't understand going to non-college pre-Labor Day. And then they're throwing even bigger curveballs. I've got friends in North Carolina that they go to school all year round and they're just like random four, five-week breaks here and there. I don't know when the school year starts. I don't know when you become a fifth grader after you're being a fourth grader. But, like, they were visiting recently because they're just on their break. But now they're back in school now, and they'll have a break again at the end of September. I'm just – no thanks on that's, that that's either. That's torture. What are we doing? It's torture. Ridiculous. I, I, that one I don't get even more so. The way we do it correctly, New York bias, whatever, we do mm-hmm. it right. Labor Day to into June – that's it. That's the school year. You're not following that calendar. You're following the wrong calendar. Thanks I agree with that. Thanks I agree with that. Guys. Thanks. That should have been my Trash Tuesday. <laughs> well, it's Thirsty Thursday. But if you're a kid and you're going back to school, best of luck in school. And, again, if this show has taught you nothing else, pay attention in school. Right. Learn. Learn things. Remember them. Write them down. Keep them in those tiny, sweet brains of yours. Go to class. Like, pay attention to your teachers, take the tests, move along at the correct schedule, don't uh-huh. spend extra time lunch. in places. Right, one lunch is plenty. You can do this. Then you can get a real <laughs> job that has real money and no nicknames. And you don't have to eat spicy things because you lost a bet. Or, or steal. There's also that, yes. Yeah. And I just, speaking too, I just remembered... Um, the namesake still owes me beers. Speaking of bets and lose, <laughs> lo- losses or whatever. That. Yeah. <laughs> he brought some to Bob's bar to satisfy half of his debt. But I don't know where the other half is. And the dude who left the show also owes me some beers. I'm not going to win things regularly. But when I do win, I want to get paid. And I just remember that I haven't gotten paid. I think you should storm that show today. Yeah. So, Pete, so the... Um, Tell everybody how fast I leave this sh- building when I'm filling in for DA. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I think the clothes is rolling. Yeah, I mean, if you're this. watching, I'm packing up as we're playing the epic <laughs> fail. There are times where I'm outside the building before 10 a.m. So, Kenny Chesney wrote a song about it. It's called Don't Blink. Yeah, I'm gone. I'm gone. So we'll See you tomorrow night. I'm storming nothing at 2 p.m. in Manhattan. By 2 p.m., I've been home for three hours, napping at lunch. I'm not coming back. to. Tr- you bring me the beers you owe me. You storm this show with your debt and that pay is, it off. And you're right. You're actually right about that because, yeah, they should be delivering it to you with interest. Yeah, and you know what? I, and I brought it up as we were in the countdown phase. I said we need to, we need to square away all bets. 
Everything needs to get paid up, in particular the beers I'm owed. And I've gotten I've gotten zero. I would say I would say you need to talk to the head of this show. You know what? When when he when everyone's back together, which will be in about six months from now. How about this schedule, guy? <laughs> yes. I'm not coming in tomorrow unless I have some kind of signed paperwork and a confirmed delivery date. Would that go over well? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even answer that question. Uh, all right, keep those toasts coming. We'll read them through the rest of the show. Stunned to a news and headlines. Here's Schwartzy. Here we go. Last night in Philadelphia, Michael Lorenzen threw the 14th no-hitter in Phillies history. The Phillies beat the Nationals 7 to nothing. We heard the Phillies TV and the Phillies radio calls. Here's how it sounded on Nationals radio. He's ready again. The pitch. Swung on and in high in the air to shallow center field. Coming on is Rojas. He's there under it waiting. And he makes the catch. And Lorenzen leaps into the arms of his catcher, JT Riomuto. And the Phillies storm out of their dugout. And from their positions. And from the bullpen. To mob and congratulate Michael Lorenzen. That was Charlie Slows on Nationals Radio. Lorenzen got emotional when NBC Sports Philadelphia asked him what his late father would have said to him in this moment. Man, I don't know. Um, yeah, you got me emotional now, but if he's just saying, attaboy, um, way, to, way to finish it. Nationals manager Dave Martinez said Lorenzen was great. Mixed all his pitches in, threw, threw a bunch of strikes. Uh, Changeup was really good to the lefties. Um, slider was good to the righties. Um, just, just uh, it was his day today. I mean, he, uh, like I said, he, uh, he threw strikes, he threw the ball with the plate. And, um, I just said, good mix of pitches. Lorenzen struck out five, walked four, threw 124 pitches. Now to Baltimore. 2 1. Lined in the center, that's down for a base hit. Maldonado can walk home. Altuve around third, he scores easily. Bregman drives in two with his third hit of the game. And the Astros lead it 7-2. Robert Ford, Astros Radio. The Astros beat the Orioles 8-2. Also from baseball yesterday, the Dodgers beat the Diamondbacks 2-0. Mariners over the Padres 6-1. Yeah, the Angels beating the Giants 4-1. Mike Clevenger gave up a run in three hits while striking out six over six. The White Sox pound the Yankees nine to two. Now to football. Yesterday, the Jets and Panthers held a combined practice in Carolina. Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers, still weird saying that, fielded a question from a kid reporter. He had some fun with it. Favorite part of the game? Game day. Yeah. How long have you been playing? Oh, yeah. Nice. Awesome. That's a good question. Thank you. Now, that kid was smart not to ask Rodgers about the play of his offensive line in practice <laughs> yesterday. Uh, today's Jets-Panthers joint practice in Carolina canceled because of weather and safety concerns. Former Raiders wide receiver Henry Ruggs sentenced to 3 to 10 years in prison for a November 2021 drunken driving crash that killed a woman and her dog in Las Vegas. In basketball, the Knicks reportedly finalizing a four-year $81 million extension with guard Josh Hart. Whoa. Now, folks, it is time to get started. It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. Well, now we uh, we like to continue these 
animal stories. I like to do them when we when I fill in here on, on Stun. And here's another one. Hank the Tank, a bear behind 21 home invasions, has been captured near Lake Tahoe. A large black bear known... Did you say 21? 21 home invasions. Easy, Hank. That's a Hank, lot. Hank, Hank wow. is after it. A large black bear known as 64F was captured by state authorities in the area around Lake Tahoe, California, this past Friday after being responsible for at least 21 home break-ins. This oh, is according goodness. to California Department of Fish and Wildfire. A large black bear who is believed to be a notorious bandit and a hungry, uninvited house guest was apprehended by wildlife biologists on Friday. Authorities in the town of South Lake Tahoe, California have been on the lookout for exceptionally large animals since February 2022 after they reported that one single male bear had been the cause of 152 reports of conflict behavior including 28 home break-ins. They referred to the animal as Hank the Tank setting off the internet's affection. It seemed to me, you know, bear is not like a small little object you would think 21 right? invasions like they'd be on the lookout for this guy and be able to apprehend Quick. him a little faster well what i don't understand is if you didn't catch him in somebody's living room how do we know that this bear is the bear they're looking for are they doing Maybe he left evidence well that's what i'm saying are they doing like are they the DNA test? dna tests out of like Droppings on the scene of the crime? Is he Here leaving paw prints somewhere? DNA the Doritos on the floor. DNA testing confirmed that the bear oh, captured... Was he, he turned the faucets on and leaving? <laughs> the whip band. DNA testing confirmed that the bear captured on Friday, who was formerly known as Bear 64F, was a female behind at least 21 cases of breaking and entering. What's more, she was trespassing with three young cubs in tow according to the California Department of Fish and Wildlife. Wow. So, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I'm sorry. It's a... You... Yeah, you heard that too, Botcher? Yeah. You were calling it Hank, but it's a she? Yeah, that's what they named it. They found out it was a she. But the the the, the fun name for the bear is Hank the Tank. But they so found out it's a female oh, is a right. female. Okay, okay, okay. That makes a little the more sense. The nickname for the bear was Hank the Tank, but Bef it is a female bear. But we didn't know the gender... So we assumed it was a male bear because yeah. only male bears would break into houses. But lo and behold, it was a chick bear. Yeah, with three male cubs as the accomplices mm. who tagged along on several break-ins. They'll also be relocated and rehabilitated. And there are hopes that one day they can be returned to the wild if they can behave themselves. You wow. know, I'm insulted by this. I Men suck in general. I get it. But... They're still, like, innocent until proven guilty here. Why would you just assume, as you're investigating this string of bear break-ins, why would you just assume that it had to be a male bear? So you call it Hank the Tank. Yeah. And Hank. That's a terrible name. But, I mean, it's it's not a, at least for me, it's not a bad name for a male bear. But Could have been Liz the Wiz. Could it have been? Could it? No. I don't know. Got what through is 21 break-ins. Wizard. Oh, okay. All right. Never thought I hear that. See where you're going there. I just, I think that's lazy police work that you're just going to assume it's a male bear doing all these break-ins, call it hang, and then, ha-ha, it's a lady. 
Tw they can do. They can do. They can do wrong. Despite what they tell you, they can make mistakes. Twenty-one different yeah. break-ins. There's also some blame being put on the homeowners. A veterinarian who works <laughs> with a local non-for-profit bear league says, I "Blame them. It's it's instinctual. It's instinctual for bears to search the landscape for food. That makes the responsibility of the residents, the human ones, to maintain a bear-safe community. Securing garbage is huge. Bear-proof containers work." Have you ever gone to Home Depot or Lowe's? And <laughs> I need a bear-proof garbage can. My guess is our Lowe's and Home Depots on Long Island don't sell them. We don't have bear problems yeah. yet, but they probably are in Lake Tahoe. But unless the homeowners have a honey moat and unlock doors. It's not their fault that bears are showing up. A bear caused eighty thousand dollars worth of damage. It was my fault. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you build your house in the bear den, that's an issue too. But all right. So the bottom line is. By the way, one of the bears ate a two-gallon tub of ice cream from her neighbor's trash. Of can. course oh. it did. Yeah. There's ice cream. Who throws out a tub of ice cream? Well, if it's expired, it would melt. He gets there quick, or she? Excuse me. All right. So gender issues aside. They've caught the bear. They've caught. The uh, the suspect has been apprehended along with the accomplices. So everyone in South Lake Tahoe can now rest easy. Yes. That's the Go assumption. on with their lives. Unless we get a copy bear, a copy bear robber that follows in the footsteps of not Hank the Tank. What? what? That story is remarkable. And this just happened, right? Last week. Okay. Surprised we didn't hear it earlier in the week. It's almost a full week to get to us. That's only one. I, I found it on a different website than I normally. Gotcha. I, I did not care for the story that the the one I normally use. I did not care for the story they okay. they had today. Um, all right, more journalism next. It's time <laughs> to play the audio that has made us all very angry and insulted around here. It's next on the DA Show, CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey guys, real quick. 
we know what just happened. You don't need to tweet us. We were aware the whole time. Welcome back to the DA. Where sh- what? <laughs> Welcome back to the DA show on this Thursday. Um, I know, generally speaking, what was said yesterday locally here, and you know where. Uh, but now the full transcript, courtesy of Pete's right finger. New bit for the show. Sean is finally going to take his SATs. We will do that once the school season starts. I don't have a lot of faith. You basically yeah. be like Costanza. You're going to be handing the uh, test well, outside the window. To we may or may not have done that bit on another show I worked with. But well, either way, I did, now people actually I did that. Hear it. I did that after. And uh, you did a really good job on those SATs, I if I remember. In front of Oliver Luck. But anyway, no, the audience doesn't care about that. Point is, you can't call out Aaron Rodgers for not graduating college, or I'm certainly not, because it took me a long time. I don't even yep. know. I don't know where to begin. I mean, come on. And you know what? The sad thing for me is that first voice is Tommy Lugauer, the one suggesting Sean takes the SAT. And he's about—he's probably dumber than uh, than the other guy. I can't speak to that, but I can say that he's actually been the one coming to us, going, "I can't believe this guy." You want him back, right? Keep yo, know, keep a seat open, keep the receipts. This isn't going to last long. Lou Gower was the one beforehand, trepidation, concern. I don't want to deal with this. Now he's stealing bits and saying, oh, it doesn't matter. No one heard the first one. Guess what? People, a lot of people heard the first one. And the lady who was involved with the first one just happily came back on the show to say goodbye to Sean because that moment was so spectacularly important to her as well. Enough of this. I get it. I, maybe I would say the same thing if I was them. I hope not, but I probably would. It's such a low, easy target, low-hanging fruit joke. Well, no one was listening. It's garbage. We, we got a lot of listeners. Not as much as them. I freely admit that, but that's the way national versus local radio goes. But we've got people all across this country who love that bit, love that show, heard it, remember it, and we should all be insulted right now. And they got to be better down there. Like, this is the thing, right? They didn't want Sean. They didn't want Mraz. They wanted Sean Morash. But they're on, like, show 11, and they're already going down the well like that. They're already making Sean take an SAT. Not the first time, too. How about have a giant jet take? How about you crush the Mets or the Yankees? Get some original drops instead of stealing ours. Yeah, we leave, leave Mirage behind. Just bring all the bits we already mastered over here. Come on, guys. We deserve, and even Sean deserves better than that. Brett McMurphy, Action Network, when we come back on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 